Hi guys, welcome to episode 10 of the Irish Balance Podcast. That is absolutely crazy. I can't believe I'm at episode 10 already. I had planned to kind of go to 10 episodes for series one and I'm not sure if I'm going to stop at 10. I think I'm going to keep going for the moment. I don't have a definite number in my head, but maybe a couple more on some important topics that you guys will have seen me talk about on my social media, things like shift work, a couple of other things in mind that I'd like to address for the first season before I move into season two and hopefully do some interviews as well. So thank you all for listening so far. I hope you're enjoying the podcast series. If you don't know who I am, my name is Kira. I'm an Irish girl and a qualified medical doctor. I am very passionate about preventative medicine and public health, particularly how our lifestyles affect our health through the food we eat, our physical activity, how we manage our stress, our sleep and our social well-being. I am currently doing a one-year full-time master's in public health and nutrition in Dublin and I use my blog platform, my social media and now my podcast to show you how we can empower ourselves to live happy, healthy lifestyles that are full of balance and not restriction. And I really do hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am enjoying creating it and that you enjoy the blog as well as much as I love to write it. If you're looking for the blog, it is theirishbalance.com and my handle is at theirishbalance across all my social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And of course, you know where the podcast is because you've got it in your ears right now. So if you guys have been following my social media and my Instagram stories in particular, you'll know that I've been really keen to get feedback from you guys on what topics you would like me to cover on the podcast and what topics you struggle with the most in terms of healthy lifestyles. So what came up again and again when I put this on my Instagram story recently was the topic of motivation. And it was particularly around motivation for a few common themes. It was around eating healthily, getting exercise in regularly, sleeping better, managing dual workloads. So a lot of people asked about managing workloads for college and work at the same time. And fair play to all you guys that are doing that. I know what it's like. And other couple of things that came up were trying to fit everything in, I think was an overarching theme. And trust me, I get it. And I saw from that Instagram story sticker, the amount of replies that had similar themes shows me that we're all clearly very much humans that are just trying to do our best. And like I say, progress, not perfection is always the goal. But I did decide that it would be a good idea to chat a little bit about motivation in this episode. Motivation for me has come in two major forms. And I am either I talk about motivation and how I approach my personal life and how I approach my work and college life. And I think they're probably the two most commonly asked questions that I get. So in the first instance, it's how to stay motivated to eat well, to cook, to exercise or get to the gym or get out for walks, to do yoga and to try and do some daily meditation, how to fit it all in basically and stick to all your work and college commitments. Then from a work and career point of view, it's a little bit more about how to stay motivated to show up each day give it your all each day and I guess work to the best of your ability each day. And I think they're two very different things and I think that they have overlapping themes at the same time. So I'm going to try and touch on each one and show you how they're connected for me. And I do hope that that will help you guys. If you do want more of a specific 
tips-based podcast, then I would direct you to an earlier episode where I did touch on my four top tips for staying on track. I talk a little bit more about scheduling, time management and things like that in terms of sticking to healthy habits in that episode. So definitely check that one out. It was one of my earliest episodes. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about motivation to quotation marks, be healthy. So very recently, I was absolutely delighted to be a guest on the awesome Mastering Your Wellness podcast, which is hosted by Jayan Mar. And I really enjoyed our conversation. And in it, we chatted a lot about goal setting, which I have spoken about in my own podcast too. And we talked about behavior change and why it can be so difficult. And I know from even just the first semester of my master's in public health, how many factors there are to consider when we talk about trying to change our own behaviors or looking at the behaviour change of others, maybe that's our family or our friends or our colleagues at work. There are many different behaviour change theories out there and I don't have a degree in psychology so I'm not going to try and illustrate them to you. But suffice it to say that, as we all might know intuitively, there are a lot of different factors that affect our day-to-day decisions, right down from what flavour hummus we want to buy to figuring out how to budget for our week to figuring out what to cook for dinner tonight. And those factors are what we call internal and external. So your external factors are things that you can't always exert so much control over. So for example, the bus running late or what your family eat if you eat a bit differently or what your friends are having versus what you're having if you're a drinker, if your friends aren't drinkers what the environment is like that you live in. Is there a gym near your house? Is there a good supermarket near your house? All these external factors, like the time you might have outside of work or a busy schedule to do your cooking or shopping. They're all external things that we can exert maybe a little bit of control over, but oftentimes can be just out of reach or maybe not as much in control as we'd like them to be. The internal factors are the things that equally we might have some control over, but not all. So what's your personality like? How do you view your own capabilities to lead a healthy lifestyle? What's your self-belief like? What is your self-efficacy like? If you want to make a behavior change, are you confident in your own ability to do that? So these are kind of internal factors. Sometimes a lot of the internal factors can be to do with mindset. And I think that's the key thing I like to tap into, particularly for myself, because mindset is often something that we think can't be changed, but trust me, it can. So let's talk first about motivation from a personal point of view. So what I get asked about all the time is how do you stay motivated to try and live a healthier lifestyle? And for me, this sort of thing always boils down to five kind of key pillars. What I eat, how I move, how I sleep, how I manage my stress and the time I spend with my family and friends. Now, we're not going to go into massive detail on each of those, but To bring it all together, each of those things for me comes down to finding my why. And you're going to hear me talk about finding my why a lot. And anyone who's been following me a while will know that I like to talk about finding your why. If you want to make a change to a behavior that you dislike about your life, or maybe it's something that you like, you just want to improve a little bit. So it might be that you're eating four servings of fruits and veg every day and you want to get it up to five or six or seven or you love cooking but you really want to try some vegetarian recipes maybe try a meat-free Monday you need to look at why you want to do that what is the reason why 
And it's not enough to say to be healthier, because as we all know from the smart goal setting episode I did, that is not specific. And it probably doesn't mean a huge amount to you. You really, really have to get down to the nitty gritty of what a particular change means to you if you're successful in it. Because that is going to be unique to every single one of us. And ultimately, that is what is going to keep that little fire in your belly lit on the days when you don't want to stick to your healthy habits, when you want to go socket and just collapse on the couch, ditch the gym, ditch the walk. You need a strong why to come back to you time and time again. It needs to mean something to you. So if we take the example of food, maybe you want to try and eat more fruits and vegetables and fiber to improve your gut health, to improve your overall health. Because we know that those two simple parts of improving our diet have a huge, huge range of benefits for our physical health. Maybe you want to try some new vegetarian recipes because we know that reducing our meat consumption a little bit, if we all do, it makes a big difference to the environment. That's a strong why. For me, that's a strong why. It's why I try and have um, at least two vegetarian dinners each week. If we look at exercise, first of all, as you guys know, I am all about finding the type you enjoy because that's a strong why, trust me. Then outside of that, I think it is important to have a very logical why to exercise. For me, I like to lift weights and I like to do a lot of my cardio through really good brisk walking with podcasts because I know that by lifting weights, I'm keeping my body strong to stay functional and independent as I get to the age of 101 and beyond. I like to walk because it allows me to get outside in nature. I can listen to podcasts and learn while I'm listening. And I can see a bit more of the world. Like if I go on holiday, I really like going for big, long walks and exploring and just taking in my surroundings and being mindful doing that. And they're two really strong whys for me. And it is why, no pun intended, I am happy out to get up in the morning at seven o'clock on a Saturday and go catch the sunrise on a walk. It really, really does me the world of good. It does my soul the world of good. And it's enough of a why to get me out of bed. That might not be your why. Your why might be going to the yoga mat because you love yoga and that's what gets you out of bed to do it. It might be coming to the yoga mat at the end of the day. You might love spinning because it gives you a real kind of heart pumping sweat. You might love Zumba because you can laugh, you can dance and you get to have your exercise in at the same time. Find what you enjoy and find a why that goes with it. And remember, oftentimes with exercise, a why is because it makes you social. You might play team sports and you get to see your friends from your team that way, or you might go for runs with a friend or have a run club and that way you have a social evening too. Now I'm going to skip over sleep just a little bit because, I mean, really it's a whole other podcast in and of itself and I have done one on it. So you'll have listened to it at this stage, but I think the strongest why we can have for sleep, and I will touch on more of it in my shift work podcast episode that's coming soon, is that shift, sleep, excuse me, sleep, not shift work, sleep, quality and quantity. The strongest why is because it is backed up by a lot of research to say how important it is for our physical, mental and emotional well-being in the short and long term. I'm not going to harper on too much more about it than that. Um, if you want to know more about sleep, I would go to the podcast episode on that topic because trust me, if you get me started on this subject, I'll go on and on. So let's move on to motivation to manage stress. Now, similarly, recently you will have heard my stress episode which I think was episode seven. So I'd really encourage you to go back and check that one out too. But I just think to briefly mention it, a strong why 
to be motivated to manage stress and to make managing stress part of your day, and we'll talk about how you do that in a second, is because it makes you a better person. That's my strongest why. I was really bad at managing my stress until probably this time last year. And I started doing mindfulness and daily meditation with the Calm app. And within about three weeks, I'd noticed I was a better person at work, at home, with friends, less reactive, more responsive, better listener. And once I felt that in myself, I couldn't go back. So I think the benefits it brings to you, but also to the people around you and that goes full circle. To me, that's the strongest way. Now, as you guys know, I've done a podcast episode on my stress toolkit and tips, which I hope you found really helpful. So to go into more on that, I'd say pop back and check out that episode. But hopefully I've illustrated the why. I think all in all, with all of these healthy habits that we want to stay motivated to, we all just want to feel the best we can in body and mind. And that's pretty strong reasons to get you started. Now, how you balance all those lovely, healthy life intentions with your day-to-day nine-to-five schedule of work, college, if it's school, and often we all know it's not nine-to-five, it's earlier and later than that. How we balance that with our healthy intentions and our motivation is tricky. I 100% agree. And that brings me to part two of the motivation side of things. I wrote a blog post last year about finding your why in reference to your passion for life. And I called it Find Your Why, Find Your Icky Guy. And I would encourage you guys to have a read of it. I released it just before I went into my master's to tell you guys that I was doing the master's to explain why and to sort of illustrate to you the passion that drives me in life, my blog, um, now my podcast, and really what for me is a strong reason of jumping out of bed in the morning. And that's the thing. Passion is a funny thing because it means something different to everyone. And you can be passionate about a lot of different aspects of your life. Maybe your family, your friends, your boyfriend or girlfriend, husband, wife, a hobby or a sport, your job, the many things that make you tick in different levels. I read a book last year. Well, I read a lot of books last year, but I read a Japanese um a book, I should say, about a Japanese word called Ikigai, which loosely translated can be taken as your reason to get up in the morning. It's cited as a really, really key factor that contributes to the longevity of the Japanese blue zone population of Okinawa. The blue zones, which I've written on the blog about before, are various parts of the world where it's been found there is the greatest density of centenarians, i.e. people who live to 100 and beyond. These areas include Nicoya in Costa Rica, Loma Linda in California, Icaria in Greece, Sardinia in Italy, and Okinawa in Japan. And I read a book about the Blue Zones called The Blue Zones of Happiness by Dan Boydner earlier this year, which was really amazing, and I'd highly recommend that. And it discussed the various lifestyle environmental factors that are really felt to contribute to the Blue Zone populations being the happiest and longest living in the world. The word ikigai, your reason for being, according to the Japanese, is something we all have. Ikigai, finding it, it requires a deep and often lengthy search of self, they say. And it's required as, it's felt to be a key part of finding your path in life. And it's believed to be the thing that brings satisfaction and meaning to life when you discover it. Now, in the book, The Blue Zones, of happiness. 
Dan Boitner talks about three P's, pleasure, purpose, and pride. And he says, if you don't have all three, it's pretty difficult for your happiness to be optimized and well-rounded. And when I read that, it really got me thinking. At the time, I was coming towards the end of my two-year medical training program after my intern year and was trying to figure out what I wanted to specialize in. Now, when I decided to pursue being a doctor, I knew that I'd always loved with working, excuse me, loved working with, meeting and helping people. And I knew I loved science and medicine combined the two. And so I went for it, but I found it really hard as I got further into my hospital training to figure out what is my area? What is the specialty I want to go for? Because I felt like I hadn't found it, even though at this stage I'd been through maybe nine or 10 different rotations. And strangely enough, starting my blog over two years ago now sort of ended up showing me the way because it became a platform from which I could share learning from the interest I had developed in health promotion, in preventative medicine and lifestyle aspects of our health. And I felt that with the right learning, education and experience behind me, I could continue to use and improve my blog to help you guys as I made my own way along my wellness journey. And so things just took off from there. So I took some time to really deeply reflect on what my guy was because I really loved the concept and I was quite keen to find mine. Now, there's many things in my life I'm very blessed to have. Family and close friends and hobbies. And they excite me every single day. But outside of that, I did realise this year that my guy is my passion for this area of preventative medicine, in my career anyway, because... I feel driven to learn about it, to share that knowledge with you guys, to improve population health and provide actionable tips and ways to integrate these healthy lifestyle messages into your lives as I try to do the same in mine. And I know it's all a, very much far from a perfect science and there's a long way to go and I've got a lot to learn, but I knew I had to trust my gut. And so that was what led me to my master's and to hopefully specialising in public health in the future. I think a nice way to summarize Ikigai is that it's a bit of a blend or a Venn diagram, if you can picture one of those, of passion, mission, profession, and vocation. Looking at what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and in a practical sense, what you can be paid for. I actually really like that. I think it summarizes it quite nicely. And that's what I strive to find every single day. I made a decision to try and trust my head and my heart. And... I reflect on those words with every step I take in my journey. So a very long-winded way of saying that outside of the motivation to stick to your healthy lifestyle habits, a key thing to find your motivation for is why you get out of bed in the morning. What fills your day-to-day -day that fulfills you? So my point to finish is this. Take the time to find your guy. Find that thing that makes you jump out of bed, no matter whether you're an early bird or a night owl. And if you haven't found it, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say if your day-to-day -day isn't what you thought you might want it to be, if it's a bit of a grind, if it's not fulfilling you, if it's not ultimately making you happy, or if there's things about it that do make you happy and things that don't, because you might be able to change the things that don't. I can't tell you how many times I've thought that I'm a total nut job for having a blog and starting a podcast and writing and creating recipes and doing these blogger things alongside training, working, going to college. If you'd said this to me in my first year of medicine that I'd be doing this, I would definitely have laughed. 
and told you you were a little bit crazy. And if you told me I was going to do yoga, I probably would have said you were even crazier. But any doubt that I felt in the past has lessened over time as I continue along this road I want to pursue. And even if a little bit of it creeps in, there's always an inner voice telling me I'm doing the right thing. It's what I call my invisible lift. A little lift as I follow on the path and enter open doors that I see as I do. Because once you find that icky guy and you kind of know what it is, you can't really leave it behind, trust me. So that brings this episode to a close. I really, really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was some help to hear about motivation from my point of view, that it has inspired you to try and find motivation and your why, both in your personal and professional life. And as always, I'd love to hear your feedback. So pop me a DM, a comment, a tweet, an email, whatever floats your boat. You know where to find me at the Irish Balanced Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.